Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. Podcasts give an opportunity for everyday people with zero financial backing to create audio recordings made available to the masses via the internet. The beauty of being an independent content creator is that there is no one to tell you that you should or shouldn't create your very own podcast and share your art with anyone willing to give it the time of day. Over the next four episodes, we will be given a chance to meet some of the unique podcasters that the state of Oregon has to offer. Joining us today on the Spent the Rent podcast are Cohen and Adam Graves, hosts of their very own father-son podcast, The Nonsense Hour, with Cohen and Adam. Welcome to the Spent the Rant Podcast. I am your host, Self-Esteem Boat Willie. My guests today from the Nonsense Hour with Cohen and Adam are Cohen and Adam Graves. But first, I have another awesome 541 podcaster on the line to give a quick plug for his own popular show. From the Take 92 podcast, Sammy Warmhands. Sammy, thank you for taking the time to do this. Why don't you tell us what it is you do and how the Take 92 podcast came to be? Yeah, man. Uh, started out about four years ago. Um, I've always been, you know, the lyricist, the the uh, person who does the uh, the press and the promo and all those things and the projects I'm involved in. I'm a I'm a big talker, and I've always enjoyed like, you know, if I had an album come out and and you know a local uh, radio station would have a song. I love doing that kind of stuff and. Uh, at a certain point, I started thinking like, man, I love, you know, behind the scenes documentaries. And I, I had made some of those and I love uh, books about musicians and actors and, and filmmakers and comedians. And, and I wrote a book and then, you know, it was like, I, I really think I want to give this, uh, this radio thing a shot. And so I, I started a podcast and we just kind of at first started bullshitting about music the first two episodes were just me and my friend crosby and um and then i realized i know so many great musicians that you know i think i'm gonna make it more of a proper interview show and uh, over the years you know it's kind of grown and i've reached out to some of the bigger artists that i've worked with you know like uh gift the gab and blueprint and um you know, I've even started doing more punk rock interviews this year. I had Bill Stevenson and uh, Russ Rankin from Good Riddance. And, uh, you know, it's it's been really enjoyable because this this year, what opened up for me was I started doing them on the phone. Right. And uh, and that yeah. changes the game because you can reach out to people that are so busy or even across the country. Yeah, I'm talking to people who are in California, Colorado, Massachusetts. You know, it's it's really um, opening things up for me. And and 
you know, there's even been times where I'm hitting up people that I, um, I only barely know at all. And they've agreed to do the show, you know, like, uh, my guest, I just interviewed, um, that's going to be out, um, on the 29th is a guitarist from a East coast punk band called a Wilhelm scream. And I've been a fan of theirs for about 15 years. And, um, we just kind of knew each other on Facebook and, uh, he became a fan of the show. And, um, I, uh, asked him if he'd come on and, you know, this is a guy I've never even met, and we right. just talked for an hour and a half on the show. So, I mean, it's pretty great it's, it's when you, really you know, I found changed. that nine times out of ten, when you just ask, the answer is a lot of times yes. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. So, well, yeah, and, and and you're you're going to uh, you're going toward people who don't often get asked about their work. You know, these are, uh, you know, if if you were to ask Joaquin Phoenix, he's doing every interview on the planet right now for his movie and he doesn't want to talk to more people <laughs> you know versus if you are asking someone who you really respect but you know they're underground and they don't have a lot of uh press you know like maybe they haven't a lot and so i think it's uh even if it's just a small little show it's i think it's cool even just to be asked uh to to tell your story right and the thing that's great about a podcast is the guests that you get you get them on because you're interested in them. So what I love about your stuff is that you'll worry about if people are going to like it later. You just do it because you like it. And then that shows through with your art, all of it, your music, all your stuff, you know? So your podcast is genuine because it's like, I'm actually interested in this, you know? So some of the guests you've had have been incredible. The interview that you did with Jay Philly was just awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was fun. You know, and that's a local MC. But then, you know, I've seen who, what's the guy's name? I'm really bad with it. Uh, the guy from Fat Records that you had talked to. Oh, um, Ryan Green. Yeah. I mean, and he's yeah. a producer. So like you were saying before, a lot of people may not, you have to actually understand a little bit more about music and appreciate the creation of it, not just how it makes you feel, you know? Yeah. It's, it's definitely like a behind the scenes geek out kind of show, you know, like if I have an artist on, I usually go through their whole discography, you know, and, and if it's if it's someone that I know personally, I always find that sitting down for an hour, we, we learn a lot more about each other than we ever knew over all the years of playing shows and um, hanging out in those loud environments. You know, we actually just sit down and, and talk and open up. And then on the flip side, when it's someone I don't know very well, uh, if I've asked them on, it's because I have an encyclopedic knowledge of their work. And so 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 maybe we don't know each other and they don't really know what they're getting into. But usually pretty early on, I am, you know, referencing things in their catalog that um, that demonstrates I understand and I value them. And I'm not just trying to get clicks or something by getting them on the show, you know, and, and I, I think like what you're saying, uh, everything that I do is because i i i i love it i want to do it and and i hope that i i feel like my guests get that whether or not we knew each other beforehand you know that they, they feel like they're comfortable and it's and it's a, a real thing and i actually care about them right well sammy warm hands it's the take 92 podcast and it's available on any streaming site apple podcast spotify all that I'm, you know, I'm going to get you into the studio to have a long form interview. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this just for a few minutes, but there's so much that we could go over that you and I could sit for two hours, three hours and talk about local music and all the, cause you've yeah, got, I feel you've like got your hand in, right now. It's over. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you've got your hand in so much stuff that if people are unfamiliar with my audience, if they're unfamiliar with you, Sammy Warmhands is someone that all of you listening need to check out. So Sammy, I really appreciate it. 
Go ahead. When does this drop? Uh, we're going to drop this. I'm recording this on Saturday the 12th. We're going to drop this on Sunday the 13th. Okay. So. I just have to, I have to say uh, I'm doing uh, a show on my birthday on Saturday next week, the 19th. Okay. Um, and at, that's a, at Old Nick's. Right. So Sammy Warmhand's birthday party at Old Nick's. Yes. It's it's my only show for the rest of the year. I'm bringing out my friend Carnage the Executioner and uh, my friend Ogar Burl is coming out of retirement. So I, I had to plug that if it's coming out because uh, I'm, I'm not doing a lot of shows these days. So that's kind of an important one. Absolutely. Well, we'll get you in the studio soon, but I appreciate you doing this little quick spot for us. All right. Thanks, man. All right, man. Have a good day. All right. You too. That was Sammy Warmhands from the Take 92 podcast. You can find the Take 92 podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Awesome guests, musicians, producers, and beyond. So definitely check out the Take 92 podcast. So we're going to get to our guests in a minute. I'd like to give a quick plug. In two weeks, we're going to have Uncle Nancy, uh, Joey Helpish, a.k.a. Uncle Nancy, joining the podcast. It'll be our 50th episode. It's going to be really a treat because Uncle Nancy was the person that taught me how to produce and record music. And honestly, I don't know if this podcast would be happening if it wasn't for him. So in a couple weeks, he'll be with us, and it's going to be great. We're probably also going to release a couple new songs that we haven't even written yet. We're going to lay them down, record them like DIY style like we used to. So that's going to be awesome. Now in the studio, we have Cohen and Adam Graves from the Nonsense Hour with Cohen and Adam. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I really appreciate you guys doing this. Uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about how, Adam, how you had came into the barbershop and you had asked me about starting a podcast and what it took and all that kind of stuff. And I, why don't you just go ahead and tell us about how that came to be? Yeah, man, I, I, I came in, uh, I was getting a, getting a haircut from Ash and, um, you know, we were just kind of shooting the shit and having a good conversation. And I just threw out the idea to him like, Hey man, I've, I've got this podcast kit. My son recently asked me to, you know, start a podcast and, you know, what I was trying to just get some ideas from people on what sort of interest we would have in it. And he immediately was like, oh, you came to the right place, man. <laughs> right. He was all for it. He goes, I think, A, that's going to be a great thing, fun thing you can do with your son. And uh, he goes, and if you come back, come talk to Patrick. He'll totally help you out. And I was like, you know, and I think I waited about a week and then I came and talked to you. And, um, you know, I talked to Cohen and was like, what do you think, man? Do you want to make this thing happen? And what do you what do you think? I mean... It went pretty well at the beginning. I right. feel like we restarted the episode, the first episode, twice. Right. And um, I thought that was kind of funny. And the main reason why I wanted to do it is to prove my sister wrong, because she was like, you bought that and it's been sitting in your garage for a year. Right. And I just wanted to do it to prove my sister wrong. I think when you had came to me and told me that you wanted to do it with your 10-year-old son, you right. know, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Because the benefit of doing something like what you guys are doing is, is it doesn't even matter if people listen to it. Yeah. Because it's something that you guys can have later on that's going to be pretty cool. And I think people are listening to it. That's no, the yeah, we, we get, I think, a pretty good, decent download every episode. And, and I'm trying, you know, we don't have the production value you guys have. Oh, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't even, see, this is all <laughs> DIY style. Yeah. One of the cool things, so just to, uh, before we go full into what you guys are about, uh, you're not the only one that, that the Spent the Rent podcast has inspired to start their own, which is awesome. It means a lot to me because this show is about community. Right. It's about involving the audience so that they become part of the show. 
and you guys, and then I've got the hosts of The Flock, which is an Oregon Ducks-based podcast, and Shane, one of the hosts, had reached out to me and was like, you know, what do I need to do? And I was like, you know what, instead of texting you, I'm just going to give you a call. And we talked for about 40 minutes. Which no one calls anyone anymore. So. I know. it was. It, it, I didn't know if I still had, if I had reached my minute limit on my phone or not. No, but... Um, You're on that cricket service, I'm man? on that cricket plan. I get 300 minutes a, yeah. a month. But um, I'm grandfathered in, by the way, on that right. plan. Yeah. No, but I... It's the ginger special, man. Yeah. So I just, I just, I, to- I told him what, you know, what I think he should use. Because I use a focus, uh, Focusrite audio interface. Mm-hmm. And that thing is a game changer. Sure. It's allowed... You know, so much more ease. I mean, definitely my setup is still amateurish and and DIY, but that's the beauty of it is that you can get it out. Sometimes I don't spend a ton of time mixing and all that nonsense just because it's like, let's just get it out. Yeah, and we've had some hiccups, man. We've had some where I forgot because I record my audio on a separate track and his on a separate track. And I've I've got episodes that were quote unquote in the can where it's just one track recorded and you're hearing me just being barely picked up. Oh yeah. I had that happen when I interviewed Rick Dancer the first time we did the interview. And and if anybody's listening, I've mentioned this a couple of times, but I queued up both of the mics on one track. Like I had two tracks, but I put, instead of doing mic one, mic two, I did mic one, mic one. Right. And yeah, I didn't find out till I was done because it sounded fine through the headphones. But when I, I, I basically banged my head against the wall for the rest of the night and yeah. it was just rough. And yeah. then he was gracious enough to come back and do it again. I don't think he'll ever do the a third interview, right. but that's beside the point. <laughs> so yeah. Cohen, you know, you're the youngest guest ever on the podcast. You're really? 14 years old. <laughs> Wait, four, 10. Okay. You're 10. Yes. So you, you're in uh, fourth grade, fifth grade, fifth grade. Yeah. I think, Listening to your guys' podcast, I put it in the liner notes that I think you're the star of the show. Uh, I know that you don't want to have an ego or a big head, but I don't know if it would be what it is if it wasn't for you. You're pretty incredible. Um, I don't know. I think my dad could handle a podcast if it was just him, like just talking about like, I don't know. What would you talk about if the podcast was like just you? Uh, probably it'd be the same sort of concept man just nothing but nonsense but I, you know i don't think people are listening just for me no adam you do a good job with it uh and anyone listening to this can obviously we're going to mention this a bunch go to apple podcast spotify anywhere and the nonsense hour with conan adam you can listen to it and they're about 30 minute long episodes typically and you you do a good job. It's funny because the duo, it's like Adam, you kind of play the straight man in that you're kind of like keeping it yeah, under wraps. I, I try to for somewhat kind of guide the conversation because you know all I'm doing most of the pre work. I'm doing most of the. I try to take notes and try to guide the conversation so there's just not lulls or uh, weird awkward silences, which there still is, man. I mean, like sometimes we just we'll hit a dry minute, you know, a dry spell, and we'll be like, oh, I guess. I guess I need to tighten that up on the next episode. Like right. I said, I mean, like, and we say it on air all the time, you know, we're not professional. Sure. We, we bring and the then, nonsense and then, you know, to the professional. The editing process is pretty simple with the podcast if you do it the way we do it, because you don't want to do a ton of editing because you kind of want it to be raw. You kind of want it to be just a standard conversation. Yeah. No, and in fact, we were talking about that before we came here. He goes, God, man, Patrick records early, man. Like, we, you know, to him, I had to drag him off of his anime show. Yeah. And that was his big thing. I started to do anime today because I finished Naruto, or at least Naruto to the extent on Netflix. 
Right. Yeah, yeah. Nothing nothing sucks worse than like getting to the end of the series on Netflix and you know there's another series out there, but Netflix See, hasn't I just bought watched, it. I just watched the news. Yeah. And that shit never ends. Right. Well, <laughs> that stuff can get toxic, Excuse man. Excuse my like language, you gotta, little Cohen. He's heard it, man. He's he's kind of grown up uh, with a sister that's kind of grown him, made actually, him older than he That was really actually is. my favorite joke that, I don't know if it was intentional or what, but in one of the first episodes I listened to, Cohen, you had said something about Marvel or Disney or something, and you were like, "F them." And then you're, and then Adam, you were like, "You can't say F that because that's still the cuss." You're like, "But I'm not, I'm not saying it." And a- Adam, you're like, "But you're implying it, and I have to be a father. This is documented." Right. I thought that was really funny because it is still clean, your guys' show, but there's a little bit of Andy Melanakis, and that might be a reference that Cohen, you don't know who he is, because he's I like... I have no idea. Yeah, no. he good, because he's a terrible human being. I, I, we constantly bring up references he doesn't know, but we do have rules. Like, Cohen, why don't you tell tell the audience what, what the rules are for you? Uh, like, no cussing, yeah. and if you do, like... Maybe once, and that's it. Oh, you get, you get, you get the the FCC doesn't listen on the first one. No, you know, I try to. It, it's it's. I mean, we we were talking before we came. We like he was he was like asking, you know, why do people? Why do you think people listen to us? And I said, you know, sometimes people just want to be a part of a conversation with us, but they don't have the time, right? Sure. So maybe they're listening to us on the. You know, I listen to you on the way to school. Right. Sometimes I'm you're in my ears when I'm walking to class. And, um, I'm always in your mind. You are. I know man. that. It's it's a and I really only have room for one ginger in my life. There's only room for one human being, and it's me. <laughs> but but uh, so you do have a producer that she has a she's perfected from what I understand the eye roll. Right. Oh, dude, it's uh, you yes. can see you can feel the eye roll. It's not just a visual eye roll. So like she just left for college, though. Correct. Yeah, we just moved her. So in. the show will fall apart. It's starting to crumble. It I mean, what do you think, Cohen? Do you think you think it's starting to get get a, get a little off the rails? I mean, kind of. I did start to notice after she left, you would clap. Like, have you explained <laughs> it in the podcast before? But I just kind of think it's a little funny that you clap at the very beginning of, like, every time. What it means is uh, when I remember to bring home a camera from the school to, to video the tape, I clap to sync up the audio with the video. Oh, right. And so he usually always makes a comment. And I, it actually, I think, affects... I try to do it with a snap sometimes because I know he knows... I'm trying to make it... I used to hit record and not tell him. And if you listen to our first couple episodes, he gets upset because we'll be talking. Because I want that raw kind sure. of like talk. Kind of like what you said. Hey, let's stop talking. Let's hit record. Right. right. Like, because you're gonna, we're going to miss out on some gold. And so... Now he's a little more aware of when I hit record. Like he know he sees my process. I'm like a creature of habit, so he knows when I'm getting everything set up and I do that snap or the clap that we're on air. And so, because those little like things that they use for movies, those right. are like two dollars. Right. Oh well, I know. You but know. like I said, we're keeping it a low budget and <laughs> low budget. Yeah, no budget. <laughs> no budget. Yeah. So she's off at college. Where'd she go? She's at the U of O. She's a psych major. and Well, for now, she's a psych major. And she's actually doing... Uh, she's Russian for the Greek life this, this week, where she's trying to get into She's Russian? House. So she's part of the Trump yeah, administration? Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's a troll. And she's uh, she's really making sure that she's uh, influencing our voting voting habits cool. and, and getting into our I minds. actually told myself that we wouldn't talk about politics because of, of Cohen's uh, innocence, and we didn't want to steal that from him. You know, we, we don't ever talk politics on the show, and we talk talked a little bit last night we talked about i just asked him what he felt about 
you know, people attacking people, more or less kind of all the negative news sure. against Trump. And then it's a, that's all we hear, right? You know, and um, probably rightly so, yeah. You only hear negative news? It's, you just told what show you watch, what channel you <laughs> tune to. Because if you tuned uh, to a certain one, right. that who let the fox out? right. Or whatever. What yeah. is it? What is that song? What, that's uh, what the fox said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There needs to be there needs to be a parody about that song that's tied to politics. But let's get away from politics. Right, absolutely. Uh, let's talk about anime. My favorite anime is. Oh man, I've only watched two. Dragon Ball Z is that one of them? No, 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 no. I watched uh, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, and does Maximum Rock and Roll count or whatever that shit was called? Uh, I don't think I've watched that. Ghost in the Shell I've heard of. I haven't watched it. But, um, yeah, why don't you list off yours, Cohen? Well, actually, I watched Naruto. Then I went from to Bleach. And then after that, it was, like, some, like, weird animes that weren't really that popular. And then and then I watched Naruto again because the, um, Netflix added the last four seasons of the first show. And then right now I'm watching Soul Leader. Soul Leader? Eater. Oh, Eater. Yeah. That sounds souls. dangerous. I think the one that I've watched most recently is, and you were giving me crap when I was in the barbershop and you were cutting my hair and I had George put on Sturgill Simpson and you were like, this ain't my jive. I said that even before the song started. <laughs> and uh, he recently, so his newest album, they paired, um, someone animated uh, an anime to the album. So if you don't buy the album and you have Netflix, you can start this anime that kind of just go. You just you're watching a movie that coincides with every single. Oh wow, track. that's like uh, how if you watch Wizard of Oz, right? With what is it, Dark Side of the Moon? Yeah, you have to. So there's timing involved with that. You have to hit play right when it turns to color. Okay. Right. So right. and I've done that before. And, I, and obviously, those were neither of those had the intent of that being the case did it though i think it's the devil's work Might i really be. do yeah 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 but uh, so uh you are what is your current situation i know because you you're still in school somehow i'm talking to you adam yeah that you graduated from the u of o and you're yeah, and i you, walked and i was short on credits so basically the u of o lets you walk if you have less than six so you credits. faked it i faked it yeah right. just just in an effort to get it over with for my parents and because I saw the picture posted online, and it's very misleading. It is. Because you actually don't have a degree. No. No. So you're just a normal, like us. You know who else doesn't have a degree? Cohen doesn't have a college degree. No. Well, we're he's got a degree in nonsense, man. And That's it's true. turning out to be... Cohen, like you've a, got lofty goals, though. Uh, I know you're only in the fourth grade, but what is it that you'd like to pursue? Now, is this podcast thing kind of giving you an idea, maybe communications, broadcasting? Um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I thought about what I wanted to be. A lot of people um, ask me what I want to be when I grow up, and I still don't know. And I asked my sister yesterday because I saw her at Sweet Life, and um, she sh- <laughs> she said that um, she wanted to be a therapist. And I was like, really? I was you think, a little that, you think that's weird? Like She's, listening to other people's problems. I think problems? the eye roll is yeah. is probably something she'll have to continue. If in oh dude, <laughs> it, it, some- it's a constant theme. When people asked me as a kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would say an adult. Right. You know, that that was funny when in the infancy of our show and I was talking to you about it and we hadn't quite pulled the trigger on episode one and you shared a story about when you were younger that you had kind of this idea in your head that you wanted to be a radio DJ right. and that you used to like record little like 
your own little, uh, you know. I, so I, it, what I did was, it's kind of a sad, scary, awful story, but my mom, she changed the lock on our bedroom door from the, being on the inside to being on the outside right. so that she could lock us into our room, which is probably illegal. Right, yeah. But, uh, and we had a little room not much bigger than this room that we shared, my brother and I both, and he was twice the size of me. He was a he was a human beast. Right. But, uh, ginger. As so well. I had a tape recorder and I did it impersonations of Casey Kasem and Ross Perot and stuff like that. And it was called H 1000 where the H stood for help. Yeah. H 1000 coming to where you. Where the H stands for help. <laughs> Seriously. Dude, tell me this tape exists somewhere. I hope so. Yeah. But, um, and yeah, we, I would record that when I basically wanted to leave the room and it gave me some comfort, it gave me somewhere to go. That's a totally true sure. story. There's a, and, I mean, I can get into some of the other things that it ended up being really terrible, but I won't because I'll spare the audience and, you know, my little ears. Yeah. No, but uh, that was something I always wanted to do. And then I just decided pretty young, I was like, "Ah, do you need to go to college to do this? Do you need to go to college to do radio? Do I have the voice for it? Do I have the chops? And I'm so glad that podcasts have become a thing because it does not matter if you have the chops or if you have the voice for it because you do you and then people are drawn to your honesty. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think you're right, man. Do you need a degree to do this? Absolutely not. Uh, You know, you can. Would it be good to have, for me, especially have more audio engineering experience? Absolutely. Sure. But the beauty within this kind of community is like, you know, like you're a prime example. I can reach out to you. You can give me a little bit of assistance and you can tell me what I'm doing wrong, what I'm screwing up. And and, it, and if it's something um, I can't get a hold of you, which probably wouldn't happen. But the fact, I think that there's a community where we can kind of work and right. collaborate together, together and together. not together. Um, together around the sand. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we're, it's, we're all supportive, right? Like, um, yeah. you know, we're not out. We're, you're not competition. I mean, we're. I definitely don't think of us as competition. I'm not doing. No, I mean, show. I had you guys on this to show that it. For one, it's a smart strategy for a podcast creator to have other podcasters because then it opens up the audience to them because they're going to promote it. I did this interview. Sure. You know, and I my show is about the stories of underrepresented. And I mean, obviously, when you've got a small audience and you're starting out and you're doing it for yourself, it's going to be small, you well, know. So back to what you were saying about um, about just doing it. And then right. a lot of audio skills and whatnot, production skills just come from making mistakes. Right. And so, you know, I'm going to have a guest on in a couple of weeks. I call him Uncle Nancy, but he's kind of shed the moniker Uncle Nancy. He's going by his real name, Joey. And... Uh, He's going to be on, and he was who taught me to record music, and he's got this slogan where he says, make something terrible today or every day, basically. And what it means is, you know, just do it, and if you keep doing it, you're going to get good at it. Right. Yeah, I think it's consistency, right? Like right. Just start it. Right? And that like goes that's for what, anything. That goes what, if you're a painter or if you, you know, like to crochet. Whatever sure. you want to do, just do it, and then you'll get better and better at it. What, how, Cohen, what is one thing other than the podcast that's artistic that you like to do? I mean, if you consider video games, I guess you could consider that artistic in a way. I have. My creativity is like awful. I, like, no, I, I wouldn't say that. I, you know, I'm, I'm a doodler too. I'm not a big drawer. I'm a writer, you know. But as far as the video games, if you're talking Minecraft, I can see some creativity that goes in there. 
he's, you know. and he's definitely gone down some Minecraft rat holes. I think right now is his go-to. Well, you tell, tell what are your go-to video games right now? Well, right now it's either Apex Legends, which is like a mix between Fortnite and like Call of Duty. It's a little more graphic than Fortnite, like yeah, meaning like yeah, more yeah, yeah. violent. Yeah, but like. I just don't like Fortnite that much anymore. It was a good game until they added mechs, and like it just got awful. Like what are, season, what are mechs? Season six and season seven. Are mechs seven. like machines that you yeah, can ride? Yeah, like you so, can ride. So almost kind of becoming more like Halo. Yeah, but it's like getting more like it's like if you have a mech, it's like an instant win because it's so overpowered. Sure. Like season six and seven was the best time to play. So with mechs, do you do you own them before you go in? No, so you, so you find, find them it. around ma- the map. So it's still like even, like mm-hmm. everyone starts even, you know, where there's mm-hmm. no special ability or anything like that. Yeah. That's good. That's the one part about those games I think is really good. I play sports games mostly by myself offline. Yeah. And I create a player that's me, and I don't do all the work where I have to earn the attributes. I just make him good. Nice. It, make, it improves my self-esteem. Sure. Yeah, no, and we, I think since he has such an interest in video games we've talked about in just a couple of podcasts ago about making that an element where maybe we throw a blast out on social media hey we're going to be playing this game at this time sure. on this server to try to get you know some interaction that way and then talk about it or take screen grabs or audio samples from you know the talk that happens on the game and incorporate that into the podcast make it more interactive i, I think, think i think one of the things with with a, pare- a parental role and this in like broadcasting putting yourself out there mixed with video games i think the true benefit of it is that you're involved because if you just let your kid if you don't try to understand what they're passionate about like my generation and your dad's generation cohen we grew up with video games my parents didn't care my dad's never played one minute of a video game maybe pinball at the you know at the arcade seriously but we grew up with it so we kind of get it so we can relate to what you're into a little more it's dangerous when you just like even those violent games. It's I never think the games are the problem in society. It's the people that cannot handle that sure. game. So when you're involved with your kid playing these kind of games, and then if what you guys are talking about streaming it and broadcasting right. it, you really do have to keep an eye over it. Yeah, yeah, no, and I mean especially when it come, when you talk about our generation, like we didn't have YouTube. If you got stuck on a game, you had to find someone that you knew that got past that part in the game right. and say, hey man, what what did you do? Now these kids, like, they get stuck on a game, they type something into the old Google search and bam, you know, they figure it out, you know? And I, it, it's, it's, it's interesting to see, in my perspective, the evolution. You right, know? and then how much they can consume. Yeah, know, yeah. Well, like when you said handle it, like I kind of get that because I'm afraid of animatronics. Like I have a really big fear of it. You mean like Chuck E. Cheese? Yes. Like I just don't like the animatronics. Well, you are not alone in that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tell them them um, about your little, what you were thinking about while you were at Chuck E. Cheese last week. So when I was um, in Salem, Chuck E. Cheese, I was there and um, I swear that Chuck E. Cheese, like the little animatronic, I swear that thing was staring right in my soul. Oh, yeah. 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 I wish I could comfort you by saying it's just... No, it's not staring at in your soul, but Cohen, I think it is. No, he even had like this daydream of like 
the place catching on fire and the animatronic skin kind of melt, you know, like the whole like Terminator, Terminator thing. And I was, you know, I couldn't, you know, I'm sitting there kind of giggling. Usually I would be the per- kind of person that would be like, no, there's no monster under your bed. But at, at Chuck E. Cheese, you're in danger. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> just true, straight man. up. They do have a pretty good system of keeping track of the kids. Like you, you walk in there with a the kid, they ban the parent and the kid. So there's no, they rate them based on if it's, if they're concerned, if anything right. bad happens yeah, to they're them. Like, mm, they're like, like, you're, you're a two, so so good luck. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, we went to one of those places uh, up in Portland. God, it was like John's or something yeah. boring. John's arcade extravaganza, something right. dumb. Yeah. But like, it was it was fun. I mean, Chuck E. Cheese, I grew up in Salem, and it's the only one that exists now in Oregon, yeah, that's correct? that's true. And I went to that, and I still, a lot of times at night when I'm going to bed, I'm like, I better not wake up with Chuck E. Cheese above my bed. Yeah, we're he's kind of excited, just like me, to figure out there's this new uh, business going in at Valley River that's kind of taking the model of, um, it's like a Chuck like E. Cheese. Like a fun base one. That yeah, it's for adults, too. So I think it's going to have, like, you know, have arcade, there's have bowling, bowling, there's drinking. You know what the so. most exciting thing to me is, is that I've heard that they're going to have all ages karaoke all day long, which is a nightmare. <laughs> so you got, what's your go-to karaoke song? You got one? Uh, I do Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You. I only do songs by women. Yeah, I do Tiffany, I Think We're Alone Now. Oh my God, yeah. that's not Cohen, even Cohen, do, ha- do you have a song that you like to do? Um, not really, no. No, no. Do, do you do rap? I mean, I listen to it sometimes. Sometimes? What's your yeah. favorite? Who? What kind of music do you listen to? Um, I mean, I used to listen to XXXTentacion a lot. R.I.P. Yeah. Yep. But, All of the good rappers died, basically. Well, and him, yeah. younger, he didn't even hit that 27 mark, you know, where it was all, you have all those infamous artists that died at 27. I think he died, you know, I don't know exactly his age. He was at age. like 18. Yeah, he was pretty he young. He was pretty young. And then, you know, Mac Miller. Mac yeah. Miller was one I went. When Mac Miller's not being a crass party rapper, which I respect, it's not for me, I understand. Right. But when he's more in-depth, when he, like, reaches more inside, that shit was good. Yeah, no, and I I, I definitely don't have the, the depth of knowledge when it comes to kind of hip-hop and rap that, say, you do, but... Um, you know, I love, I, I love hip hop. I don't like, I'm not into the new kind of like the mumble rap or the, um, I hate mumble rap. It sucks. Um, yeah, it's true. Yeah. We don't use the word hate. Not, you know, man. my stepson was telling me that little Yachty is just a joke, but yeah. the reality, and he made a good point. He said, a guy like little Yachty is having more fun than should be humanly allowed. Right. And so I try not to get too worked up on different genres i'm with you i'm not a fan of the mumble rap Mm -hmm. but as long as it's not hurting anybody then then it's fine wait you're not gonna go see young gravy when he comes to to the mcdonald's no but george my boss his son went and saw young gravy oh he did yeah 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 which is hilarious is george's son about cohen's age george's son is 12 that's right yes so uh back to the podcast i wanted to kind of before we lose track too much cohen you know you're in four, fifth, fourth grade? Fifth, fifth. fifth Gosh, grade. we've gone over this. Gosh. Yeah, no, man. So do the kids at school, have you told them that you have a podcast? Have they started tuning in? Um, I think I like might have casually brought it up with my friends like once. I've told my teacher. Yeah. And um, Do you think she listens? Um, I don't know. It depends. Yeah. So yeah. you do you... He's, he's a humble bragger. It's, it's cool, though. I think that's awesome that you're not trying to tell everyone. I definitely tell everyone I can yeah. about the podcast. Uh, well, but... you, you do a way better job of promoting it. I mean, we record a show. I then the next day or as soon as I see it live and I make sure that everything sounds good, I'll do an Instagram blast. I'm not big on Facebook. 
and I try to like I have all notifications for all social media turned off on my phone. Yeah. So I only see things on Facebook when I actually tap on the app. Yeah, I'm just I have them all on and I'm riddled with anxiety 24 hours a day because Turn that shit off, man. No, I like to I have notifications when people that I don't like post something. Like it's not even I I no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's true though. Facebook can be really intrusive. Cohen, do you use social media or how does that work? I have Instagram and I guess you can consider TikTok and YouTube as social media. I don't know what this TikTok is, but it sounds illegal. So it, it's, it should be illegal. It should. Like, I'm addicted and it's not a good thing. And with that said, like, I'll say, like, Mia, our producer, she'll show me a TikTok every once in a while and I will literally laugh my ass off. Like, there was one where there was a cat on top of a cat tree and it just takes a dump right off the top of the cat tree onto the ground and I can't remember what the music was playing. It was just suiting, you know? It's like it's like stupid. It's like Vine. You remember Vine? Oh, yeah. It's like Vine with a music element. It's like the rebirth of Vine, basically. Right. And uh, kids freaking love it, man. Yeah. You know, apparently now, I just switched over my music, and I'm going to get more into that next episode because I was using Reverb Nation, and I, it's just, I was paying way too much to have my music online. And I switched over to DistroKid, which is a lot more affordable. And I'll get into that next episode, but... It's apparently now on TikTok, yeah. so that you can find self-esteem about Willie music on TikTok. Do you have you created anything for TikTok? I mean, I have created videos, but they're so cringy. The ones you create, yeah. Well, then I've... they'll probably go viral, right? Yeah, we're we're big proponents of the create, don't hate. You know, like we live in this society now where I think everyone's opinions uh, they think are should be the sole opinion, and so <clears throat> um, you know we're all about the love. We like spreading the love and. Um, you know, like cringy or not. Yeah, just do I mean, it, you that's know? the thing is because you just never know, too. And it's not like you're making it for it to go viral. <clears throat> I think that a lot of times when you're making stuff, you do it to document it, to right. do, to record where your head was at at that current time yeah. or whatever, you know. And I'm about to release nine unreleased songs and none of them are new, you know. So right. I just was, there were songs that didn't make it on albums. And I've just, because they're kind of rocky. But I've just gotten to the point where I was like, you know what? The music thing's not going anywhere. Like, let me just put it out there because I like them. So well, it's like you said, you just keep doing it because it's fun. You like doing it. Yeah. You know, and I think I'm going to continue. We'll continue to do this until it's not fun anymore. And right. for me, like, I'm having fun. It's like, it, it forces us to have time. That's just me and him. And we're not doing something like mindlessly watching tv or something yeah you know and I, you know I, I see over here you got a radar toys sticker and he loves radar toys and oh that's, my gosh that you know place. like oh yeah dude i can't it's dangerous for me i got to addicted go to buying funko pops for yeah. it was a really short thing and it was funny what i found is i like to talk about my addictions to people yeah and i just people would come into it's the barber shop and i'm like you know lately i've been buying a lot of funko pops and people right. would look at me like stop it right no but so you weren't you, buying comic books no, I just I need I have these shelves in the studio that that were built into the wall and I'm like I got to fill them and I don't I don't read a lot and the books that I have read are on a Kindle, you know. So Right. So I don't have a ton of books. The only books that are on my shelf are from guests that I've had, which is cool because I'm starting to build a collection. I have 3 now. Right. 3 authors of the 49 guests but yeah. still you know and so i just needed to fill the shelves but yeah radar yeah. toys man that place Dude, that is place awesome. is amazing that'd be a good guest to have i don't yeah I, that's I, in the works actually because oh, cool. one of my customers is a isn't uh one of the main employees there yeah. jonah i'm so bad with names yeah actually i just saw one of the one of the workers there in this in the barber last the time barber. i came yeah, yeah. so this is why I'm, what i do is great because yeah. it allows what you know working in the barber shop it allows me to to bump elbows with the entire community right and i i mean 
Pat Miller, my guest, he's been on a couple times now. He was the one that kind of inspired me to start this podcast because he's like, you know, everybody, you know, people from right. different walks of life. And it's great. Like having people like you guys, to me, each episode, even if you guys are small and then the next week I have like an, a candidate for office, we matter just the same. Each person in this world is, is as important as the next. Yeah, you know? man, so we're, we're part of the underrepresented right here. That's right. The kids are that's completely right. underrepresented. We screw, we're screwing up the environment for them. We're screwing up all sorts of legislation for them. And, and, and you know, we're, they, we don't take them serious. And, I don't know why you say and I'm, we're. we're no, well, I'm just kidding. But, and, you know, it's and true. I'm half Canadian. You know, I never get represented the way I should, you know. Yeah, that's, you're on an island. I know. So, so, but you know, back to radar tours real quick. Like I, I take him there. Cause that's another thing that me and him get to do together. We go there. I pick up my James Bond, uh, comic books and some of the other ones that I subscribe to. And I have a subscription box there. And Con, what do you like in there? Well, I really like their model kits, but the last time I bought one of their model kits, it was broken. Oh no. Like, so he's the rough legs, on toys though. The legs, um, like the ball joint, when you attach the leg, it would just completely fall off. Like, I didn't even get to play with it. Oh, man. Even, like, when I, I don't know why, but I have, like, um, a weird obsession with, like, mech toys. Right. I don't know why, but I just do. And um, I just thought that because of uh, Gundam. I got, like, this Gundam. You mean, like, so you have a figure that can ride inside of a toy. Well, not this Gundam, but I, I want one of those figures. But most of these, like, really good ones that I want are, like, over $100. Yeah, right. they're, they're ones that are, like, he wants to play with them as if they're action How toys. much does they're, it bother you when your dad says to you, Christmas is around the corner? Like, that phrase always hurt my feelings when my dad would say that to me. Because what it meant was, I'll forget about this and not buy it for you I, in a couple of months. I think the bigger question is, what is the thing that I say to you the most that annoys you? You say... Um, oh, what is it? You say something that really annoys me. It's like, um... Because I said so? Yes, it's that. You need to have a valid reason. You (laughs) just can't say that. See, that's kids nowadays. Yeah, well, he's a debater, man. Right, yeah. Like, he wants it backed up with something, So, back to what we were saying about toys. One of the things you guys talk about on your podcast that I think is really neat is you break down your love of your toys and break down how you were playing with one and you kind of critique it and rate it. And what is that show on YouTube that's, like, disgustingly popular? Ryan plays with toys? No, there's Evan... Evan, Evan, it's... Evan, Evan he's something. gotten less popular popular than he used to. Well, but it's like it, that Evan was like last Tube. month, right? Evan Tube is that Evan the one? Tube? He, well, he does mainly Lego sets, so he'll and I think he's gotten to the point where Lego just sends him whatever new set that they have, right? And then he'll he'll do kind of like a time lapse video of him putting it together, but then he'll completely break down like each little mini. And I love, I mean, I grew up on Lego, so. I kind of like when I see him watching, I'll watch a little bit of it because it's like nostalgic for me, yeah. you know? I just think it's neat, Cohen, because you will break it down and it, there's like this maturity in your, obviously you have this 10-year-old voice, but there's a maturity in your words that's cool, that comes through where it's relatable to an adult, but then you're so just straight up like, oh, I just wasn't really feeling it with this one. <laughs> it's pretty great. I think there's no age limit to toys. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. He's also of the mind of anything is a toy if you play with it. Except for a weapon. Except for a weapon. That's very, <laughs> that's good advice on the podcast. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think it's important to me. Nunchucks, maybe. I mean, nunchucks can be, if they're like nerf maybe. chucks, like nerf, they're, they've been, you know, they're, they got the foam on them. But, um, you know, with Cohen, I, I think honesty is a big thing between me and him. You know, like I tell him just to just tell me, be honest and I'll never get mad. 
right? Like, right. I never, you know, you, everyone grows up being like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna keep this from my parents, right? Like, I'm not gonna say that. And I think he he knows and realizes that um, for me, if you just tell me, man, I'm gonna be pretty cool. I'm gonna. Well, be... that's good because if you buy him a toy for Christmas and he's like, this is doo doo, then he'll be honest. <laughs> he'll be honest with you about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And like have the, I done that, Cohen? Have I done that recently? What, like, bought me a toy? Yeah. And then me just going, like, this is doo-doo? Yeah. No, but, um, no, but I have done it, like, previous Christmases. Like, not, like, um, like, I think it was Aunt Amy that got me this, like, weird, like, slingshot thing. And I didn't want to say anything because I was, like, five. And I know if I really did say that as I was five, it would come out really rude. So I just accepted that I got this, like, weird slingshot thingy. And you neglected your other toys so that you just made sure to save face? Mm -hmm. Like, you only played with that slingshot? Like, I mean, not really. I kind of just, like, set it to the side and said, oh, yeah, that's that's cool. That's I mean, it's tough, especially, you know, as a father, you're living with him and being close and you guys talk about everything. You have the luxury of knowing what your kid's into. It's tough yeah. to buy... By. And then when when it comes, Christmas is around the corner. It's obviously on my mind. But my girlfriend and I constantly butt heads because we'll have like a four-year-old in the family, little boy. Sure. And I'll be like, let's just buy him a football. And she's like, oh, no, let's buy him this place. I'm like, yeah, I'm telling you, like kids literally want a football. Like, or, or they'll just want the box that the sure. big thing came in, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, like, especially with him, I always try where we're at the store and he's, you know, he's being indecisive about what he wants to spend his money on. And I'm trying to explain to him buyer's remorse. You know what I mean? Right. And he's just, you know, you're 10, you don't think about that. You just think like, oh, that's what I really want. I want, I want it so bad. And then you get it home and you play with it for four minutes and then you're like, oh, I'm over this, you know? And See, then that's, that's when that buyer remorse But then with toys, it, depending on what it is, it can become decoration. You know, because I think that's where you were talking about how there's no age limit for toys. A lot of adults don't even take them out of the package. Like, um, anime, like Naruto and specifically, like, they have action figures that you can buy, like, Banco or something. It's something that, like, this weird anime company that makes toys for the anime. Half of it is just stuff that sits <coughs> oh, yeah. on your, like, desk. But I use them like they're toys because they have full, like, articulability because, like, they're meant to be that in a certain pose on your shelf, like right. anime figures. So you can move like them that. around. And what do you yeah. usually do? So you set up all your toys. I notice on the videos of the podcast, you guys have, there's, tell us a little bit about what your setup. Cause he, Adam, you do all the audio production and Cohen, you make sure you have your salt and pepper shaker that says the nonsense hour. Yeah. And then you have your figures that are there for moral support. Um, yeah, I just think it would be cool. Like, catch the person's eye as in like it's like as they're watching you know like i just think it's a cool like thing to just set up sometimes i agree you know when you watch um one of my favorite shows on espn it's called pardon the interruption and they have all their bobbleheads and all their different stuff that people probably give them you know because they're guests and it and it builds and that was kind of what the funko pops was my mentality was like over time i'm gonna Add like I, I had a football helmet made with the podcast logo that goes in the studio, and one of these days I'll do like a walkthrough of the studio. That'd be kind of cool. Like yeah, like a little, little video. And that's what you know. I think for me coming over here today, that was what I was most excited about. I'm like, I get to finally Just see some to behind see what, this because yeah. you know I've listened. I'm. I think I'm at the episode you did with the uh, Sudger Dogs place. Oh, Sudger yourself. So and that was. 
you know, I think it's like 18, 19. Yeah, I'm in the just before the 20s, and I've listened to your most probably 12. You know, I haven't quite gotten caught up, but it's interesting to see, even just with your show, the kind of evolution it's come right. from. You know, from from your episode one with, uh, and is that Ender over there? Ender. 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 Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it was really cool. You know, I don't know him, but sure. like after listening to that episode, I was like, I'm going to check this guy out. And I, you know, he seems like a really cool legit guy right and uh i was like he's local you know why am i not i think if anything listening to your show it's made me um more aware of the local music scene right um and i'm a concert photographer so i love doing that you know like cohen's wearing the fortune's folly hat here i love supporting local music and especially local good music and so i I think it's great what you're doing there is like this you're this promoter for these bands and yeah and in some sense maybe they aren't even understanding the effect that it may have well i appreciate it and honestly when i sought out to do this and ender was going to be the first guest uh i didn't really i mean ender's crushing it as far as getting his word out getting it he's great with social media and i didn't think that i would it wasn't necessarily to get him a bigger audience it was it it was more just i don't know it was a trade-off sure sure but i have talked to a quite a few of my my listeners that are maybe especially the older crowd that they're like i never listened to his music and now and you know i do and it's it's just an it's an honor to be able to give that right and i could i could even as a listener i could tell you were fanboying a tiny bit a little right? bit like you were you enjoyed the fact that you had some one-on-one time with him sure and I, I can definitely appreciate that like whenever i get um, some time to talk to an artist, you know, whether it's a musician or someone that just whatever their medium is that they're doing. It's interesting to hear process. It's yep. interesting to see what they're doing, how they're doing it, how it affects Ender, them. Ender and I are not super close friends. We, we never really hung out a lot. We, we were in the same circle, but he's an he's a awesome guy, but he's a, got a strong presence. Oh, for sure. And that was the first episode and I was scared to death. To do the interview and and once we started getting talking you can see that it, it got comfortable mm-hmm. i was like there was so many emotions not just in that episode but on the long term that i was like this is gonna work like this is gonna be something that we can do you know do an interview based i think what you guys do with your podcast being that it's the two of you and that doesn't change and maybe you'll bring some people on at some point maybe i'll come on yeah you better man i should but you know i think that's great because you get the chemistry is built in, right. you know, and then it evolves as, as far as it goes. And, and I'm bringing people back on as, as returning guests. And I'm going to keep up with what you guys do because Cohen next, you know, you're going to be 11 and then 12. And then what comes after that? 13. That's correct. And then, so, you know, I'm going to watch your progression as it goes. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, um, I just like, um, I finally noticed why they say like teenager when they start 13 and then like when they're 20, they're not even, or 18, they're not, um, teenager anymore it's because there's a teen at the beginning of like from three, 13 all the way to 18 oh, and, or 19. 19 right and i was like i just finally understood that and because <laughs> i was thinking about that i was like why is it 13 to 19 and i was thinking about that and i was like wait a minute because there's teen at the beginning of that or the end of it yeah right and it was like Holy moly. Did you have to take a nap after that? Yeah, I was Blew like, his mind. Whoa. Yeah. See, that's another thing. I'm, I'm ki- always trying to keep him aware of the kind of like, you know, so where he doesn't have these revelations, I try to break him or break him of habits. Like what I'm trying to break him up from doing that he does all the time that drives me crazy is he plugs his nose when he sneezes. Do you do that? Do you know anyone that does that? I mean, that's how your head explodes. Like, that's literally... Because I think what you're doing when you sneeze is is clearing your nose of what's in it. 
Oh man! Every time I can see that he's about to, you know, you see that in people that their 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 bodies kind of like giving you're you signs. To, you're supposed to open your eyes wide when you sneeze <laughs> with your fingers, and then they fly out. Is really? what happens. No, don't try it. Yeah. But I think it's like impossible to sneeze with your eyes open. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that, and that's fact from that. Right. It's also impossible to lick your elbow. I've uh, tried it a million of times. Yeah. And trust, that's true. I've walked into his room and he's been on the ground, like trying to. I'm like, "What are you doing, dude?" And he's like, "I'm just gonna. I'm just, gonna be the first one to lick my elbow." Just Dad. <laughs> yeah, just, just exploring. exploring it. Yeah, you know. You know. And, and I think maybe that was probably a time where I needed to have like a talk about putting the sock on the doorknob or something about you know if you're doing something in the room that maybe I don't want to witness. Yeah, there's two things I didn't want to talk <laughs> about in this podcast: yeah. uh, politics and then whatever you're getting at. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. You know, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, this is going to be really cool. So you have po- uh, Podbean is what you yeah, use? Yeah, we use, we use Podbean. Uh, I probably should have, you know, that was the one bit of advice that I didn't take of yours, which was use Anchor FM. Because um, it's free and it's, it gets to the most sites. Yeah, and, yeah, I thought Podbean was free until just recently they were like, you've hit your kind of download limit, mean, or your upload limit, meaning they only it's free until you upload X amount of episodes and then they oh, make you man. pay for it. And it's not, I don't know how to transition all of our old episodes into... You know, maybe that's something we'll have to so, have an off mic talk about. Yeah, that, I think what you'd have... you. Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah. I think what you might have to do is re-upload on the new site and then you lose some of your audience and you have to drop back in. Right. And I think where we're at, a lot of our audience is, is accessible. It's friends sure. and family. Right. One thing I did find when I changed the website for my music that hosted my music to digital distribution is that there's an RS, ISRC <laughs> code, which is like a, U, like a UPC, like a... Sure. It's like a barcode. And I was able to transfer it over, and so I didn't lose a lot of my play counts and stuff like that. And then if it's on playlists, it still exists. But I don't know about for podcasts. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to talk about that off air and do some research. But yeah, definitely, know. that's one of the elements. But you know, so like do you, I mean, I know that when you do something like this, you I have guests book until you know February, but I don't really know long term. Like I picture myself doing this for a long time. But do you guys see what you do being something that you'll be doing for ten plus years? I don't think so. No, no. Like, what I brought up earlier, we started this as a joke. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, Yeah, it was, maybe, it's been nonsense from the beginning. Maybe, like, three more years? That's just, like, a maybe. I'm just hoping to see. That's kind of what I was getting at. Because I want to see as you evolve, as and we listen to it, and you're going to have hormones pumping through your little body. And you're going to change, and you're going to be like, my dad's stupid. And, like, get to a point. Because I know right now you guys are buddies, and it's great. You know, and there gets to a point. So I just want you to write this down. Actually, let's get this tattooed on you that said, my dad is cool. He's my friend. You know, you know, because because there's a point where, where it's like you get too cool for school and, you know, it's rough, but you'll come back around. Yeah, I've, I've always said, you know, this we will continue to do it until it's not fun for him. Right. Because right? for me, it's fun every time, you know, even if like I'll come into, you know, we try to record every Wednesday. Sometimes my mood isn't the greatest every Wednesday, you know, and you know, that's a kind of an element that we've been starting to kind of check into on the show, just like a mental health check-in, just like we do with our digital screen check-in, you know, I've noticed like, that. And you say, you good? You good? Yeah. You, you good? And then, you know, and cause then, sometimes we're not good, you sure. know, and I think it's important. And that's actually cool to talk about on yeah. air too, cause you broadcast how honest it is that you're just 
having a day. Yeah. You know? And I think it's important that, you know, because especially again, going back to social media, that's all you see on social media, right? You don't see people having bad days. Oh, I do. Yeah. It's called train wrecks. They say, <laughs> they say, no, and it's true. I mean, I think it's totally okay for people to be open. I, I think social media, maybe I have a good group of friends. Yeah. Because and people say that about social media, but it's like, maybe you need a better picker. Because I have a lot of friends, and yes, there's some nauseating ones, but for the most part, the people that I'm associated with are real deep thinkers and real awesome people. You yeah. Know? And so there's a lot of positivity that comes, and there's a lot of support, and there's a lot of different stuff. And even, you know, I can be real negative to, to people with differing views, and I try to be open. But yeah, I mean, I think social media is what you put out there. And right. that's what you mean is, is that people broadcast how they want to be perceived. Yeah. And that's what's great about what you guys are doing with your podcast is it seems pretty genuine. It's like, this is what you see is what you get. Uh-oh. Uh, Cohen's yawning, which I know. on the show, our show, that's an indication that he is getting it's time. bored, you know? You know, and I picked a song, you know, mm-hmm. I end every episode with one of my songs and I picked a song that is about parenting, uh, but it's kind of a hip hop song. I have a really talented hip hop artist that I took out of retirement. His name's The Kid Espy. But he's a grown man now. He's the man Espy. No, the, the kid Espy now is a father and, and a great, great man. He has his own podcast. I tried to get him on, but busy schedules. Didn't get him on this week, and I'm hoping to get him on, at least with a phone call for one of you know these four this four-part series. We'll get him on. But he has a podcast on leadership. Nice. And so Jacob Espinoza is his name. So I picked this song. It's called Stumble, and it's about uh, parenting and, and how – you know, you're going to make mistakes, but you just want to get back up and just keep going. You know? Nice, man. So, guys, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, The Nonsense Hour with Cohen and Adam is the podcast that you can listen to these guys on. Mine is Spent the Rent Podcast. I know this is going to get confusing, but if you're listening to this, you probably already knew that. And because I'm going to be throwing a lot of podcast names out. And I want to give a shout out to Sammy Warmhands for doing our little quick, our first ever phone call interview. I mean, it was short and sweet. But I really just wanted to give a plug to his podcast, which is called the Take 92 Podcast, which I highly recommend for music lovers because they get real in deep behind the scenes about what it is to, you know, be a producer and musician. So that the Take 92 Podcast is, is awesome. Heck yeah, man. And all of these are on Apple. So the Nonsense Hour with Conan Adam, the Take 92 Podcast, you're listening to the Spent the Rent Podcast, Joe Rogan Podcast is something that exists. Uh, no, I'm, we can go on forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man. So, guys, this we're going to end it. Thanks again for coming. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 This Ooh. has been great. It's All right, guys. Awesome. So this is me, Self-Esteem Boat Willie, featuring the Kid SB with Stumble. Growing up can be pretty hard sometimes. Really official. The Kid SB. Self-Esteem Boat Willie. Let's go. like a college kid until I hang out with some actual college kids. My family keeps me young though, living life through eyes, staring at the unknown. Because everything is magic, we exist as proof. Miracles can happen, this life is a privilege. I don't take for granted, work hard, play hard, listen with compassion. Best known for a song about the state I'm in. Doing shows in a room full of faded friends. Bartender, pour another Jameson. Wake up swearing that I'm never gonna drink again. Growing up can be painful, friends grow apart, get jobs and change clothes But what remains is the moment, appreciate it, the sunshine is golden I never thought about having kids much as a young 
self-image questions Allow my heart to be buried with obsessions I pick up path of most resistance I kissed it, the mistance I've missed it, the list gets Duplicitous instances of fuck of the system I'm stuck with this wisdom Ah, oh, shucks, kid You'll get them Opportunities arise for doing things that that is fine Like fun to win, should be flogged towards all the lines I cry out my eyes and admit there was a lot of failed tries Stumble on my feet, trip, get up and repeat the frequency of my clumsiness Tasteless, sweep beneath the paralyzed feeling of defeat I'm not cracked up for this Co-parenting is a burden, only if you let it be The marriage was a flop, but respect can live unsparingly But sharing the love of the nurturing shares one Life is short before you know it, it's all gone Marvel in the moments of learning to embrace change Smile at the faces that you know could be your brain strange Talk with adolescence in the structure of a nation Take pause and celebrate your creation Stumble on my feet, trip, get up and repeat the frequency of my clumsiness. 